0: Hi friends, welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I am your host, Annie F. Downs, and I'm so glad to be here with you today. The music in the background is from our good friend, Mr. Dave Barnes. His new album, Who Knew It Would Be So Hard To Be Myself, has just released last month, and I have heard from enough of you on Instagram and Twitter that you are loving it as much as I am. So if you haven't gotten it yet, make sure you grab that. In fact, the guy on the show today that I'm so excited to introduce you to, I am friends with him because of Dave Barnes, because there was a point a few years ago, I cannot remember when. That's what happens when you've been in Nashville for 10 years. I can't remember when. Dave and our buddy Matt Wirtz introduced me to Brandon Heath. And i had already known his music when I lived in Atlanta. I had gotten his first album and just absolutely loved it. And then met him when I moved here and we just stuck around being friends. That's kind of how this town goes. And so Brandon has a new album out called faith, hope, love, repeat, and it is incredibly good. And I will tell you that as it tends to happen, I I've, I've hope this doesn't sound like a broken record, but we started in one direction and ended in another. And Brandon really, blew me away with his wisdom and his honesty. And I think you're going to be really surprised the turn this episode takes. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Brandon Heath. Welcome to the show.
1: Glad to be here. Do you know
0: anything about That Sounds Fun Podcast? You don't have to.
1: I've, I've heard... I've heard a little bit.
0: All of our friends have been on I've, here. But. I've heard
1: that it sounds fun.
0: <laughs> so I'm well just gonna. Done.
1: If there's fun involved, I'm you're here. In. I'm you're here. In.
0: Even though you're six, do you wing seven?
1: You um, must. I wing. Yeah, there's I no wing. No way you wing five. Yeah. No, I don't. No. No, no way. Um, we're of course talking about the enneagram.
0: Yes, we talk about the enneagram a lot up in here.
1: Yeah, so people just know when you just say yeah. Because I wing. have two
0: goals. Well, the, the things here's what everybody knows. One, yeah. only my friends are on here. Okay. I don't have strangers unless I'm a huge fan. For example, Corey Asbury. I just interviewed Corey oh. Asbury. I'm a huge fan. What? I'm a
1: new friend <gasps> of Corey Asbury.
0: Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm married, I told sorry. him he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to marry him. <laughs> I mean, I think he's great. I don't want to marry him. Um, I think that, but I am gonna make him be my friend. Uh, John Mark Comer, the pastor from Bridgetown in Seattle, Do you okay, know her, or Bridgetown in um, mm. in Portland. I make him oh, be my yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are sure. stuck here because we're real life friends. So yeah, etc. So everyone is a friend, or I'm a big fan of. And my two goals with the podcast is for people to love the Enneagram and to love international
1: soccer. Oh. Right. Uh, I'm I sorry, know. I fall short.
0: Right. No. 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 You don't, because you can bring the enneagram conversation. Which okay. Is great. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. bring
1: enneagram. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're doing a whole soccer show coming up for the World Cup, so don't worry. Barnes. Okay. Is on it, of course.
1: Of uh, he should be.
0: Right. I know. I think we met because of Barnes or Wertz. Yeah.
1: So many people met because of Barnes.
0: Really? Why yeah. is that?
1: I think he's just a connector. I met Wertz because of Barnes. Really. Yeah. We went to college together. We went to MTSU.
0: Oh, uh, you were in that same crew with Micah yep. and Ashley Eicher. And, yep.
1: Okay. Yep. And Cowart. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so many others. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all were at MTSU at the same time. And uh, Barnes and I were in um, like Singer Songwriter Club. What was it called?
0: You were at an actual Student club.
1: Songwriters Association. No. no
0: that's we amazing. We
1: were Luke Laird also. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Also in our class. That. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a pretty impressive class. No If kidding. I do say so,.): myself. <laughs> No, I remember back then, like Barnes and Luke were two that stood out in the class. I think really? they, I think they would say the same. About same me. for
0: you for sure. Let's just for
1: assume sure. that yeah, they yeah. would say the same. <laughs> but uh, it, it's funny because when we were at MTSU, we're talking 1997, yeah, through I was there until 2002. They graduated a little bit before me because I was on the, the, you know, six year plan. That's all right. But I remember just thinking, man, all these people in Nashville that are running, you know, Music Row, it's so hard to get through. Now those dudes are all the dudes that I went to MTSU with are running Music Row. Right. In Belmont. Yes. You know? Yes. So if you are listening right now (laughs) and you're wondering,
0: yeah. Speak to them.
1: Which colleges should I go to? Okay, MTSU, Belmont are two great ones. I, of course, am going to lean MTSU because that is my alma mater. Sure. I tend to think, you didn't go to Belmont, did you? No, I went to
0: Georgia. Okay, good. Yeah,
1: that's right. MTSU kids work harder, in my opinion.
0: Why? What makes you think They want it more. Belmont students traditionally seem to be a bit more um, convinced they'll get it. TSU yeah. students think they won't, and so they work harder.
1: They work harder, but sometimes being convinced that you will get it is actually a good thing.
0: Sure, okay. You know, it's yeah. like
1: because you you are visualizing yourself in that role, and and you end up getting it because you're confident.
0: Okay, so I just saw someone on Instagram today take a selfie with Oprah, and what I
1: she, I know what I was just saying <laughs> so sounds like no, 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 Oprah. No, no,
0: no. no, no. No, 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 no. I was
1: think. I was literally thinking. I sound like Oprah, right? Well, now. anyway, great. go ahead. I would
0: love to have Oprah. You on the show. affirmed
1: it by saying I was watching Oprah today. Yeah,
0: no, no, no. This girl okay. took a selfie with Oprah, and what she said in her caption was, "I spoke this into be Like I b- before I left home, I said I was going to get a selfie with Oprah every morning. I said I was going to get a selfie with Oprah. I made. And she this stalked happen. her
1: until she did. Yes,
0: and then got a selfie with Oprah. And so, hearing you and that today does it, it always makes me think. What is the power—I mean, you and I are both believers, and so we both would say that God is the power behind all good things that happen yeah, to us. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But
0: is there a degree of if you believe something can happen, it can?
1: If you believe that all things are are possible through Jesus, mm-hmm. that is a biggie, you know, because all things are possible. Right. And miracles do happen. Right. I'm a recording artist. Miracles happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, right. You know what I'm saying? I do this for my job. Miracles happen.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I, I I do believe that. I do accredit anything that has been good in my life to the Lord. Now, does that mean that I can't accredit bad things? And then we can go down a, another rabbit hole. Right. Was it really bad? Right. You know, was it really bad when something didn't work out? Right. Or... You know,
0: it, I mean, you remember from your single life, we have to ask uh-huh, or say,
1: if sure. this doesn't
0: work, yeah, is that bad?
1: Yeah, you know, like the it relationships
0: sure, that end, yeah, that wasn't bad that they ended and it wasn't bad that they existed.
1: It feels bad in certainly, the moment, certainly, and there may be even some, you know, remnant badness later, yeah, but I guarantee you, if you can just give it a little time, I am one that believes that time heals. All wounds. Oh, me
0: too, man. I
1: really believe that. Mm-hmm. But I also believe that if you invite people and invite the Lord into those little broken times, people mixed with time really are what heals yeah. the wounds. I actually
0: think that that we probably underestimate the power of time. Because mm-hmm. time is what builds relationships, mm-hmm. too, where we want things so fast. Uh,
1: I've got a story about this. Okay, we can go. come back to it.
0: This is what we're going to do. This is literally what we're going to do.
1: Okay. This go. is going to take maybe two Maybe 10 minutes. Here's
0: the beautiful thing. They're on their treadmills. They're washing their dishes. They're driving their kids to school. They're out playing golf. I I listen to
1: you when I'm driving. Yeah. Podcasts when I'm driving. Yeah,
0: that's it. So So someone's got somewhere to be and we just get to go with them. So you go.
1: Okay. So, okay. Here's the thing. Time heals all wounds. All right. When I was a kid, my, my parents divorced when I was three. My dad remarried shortly thereafter. Okay. And... Uh, I inherited a stepmom and two step siblings. They were married for eight years, four of which I lived with them. Okay. They divorced, and uh, it was such a bad breakup. Not that there's a good breakup, but it was so bad that we just didn't see each other again. I did see one. You of and my- the stepmom. Me and the stepmom. I saw a couple of my siblings. I saw one of my siblings a couple of times. Okay, my step siblings.
0: And you're in like middle school at this point. We're
1: talking, yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I then I write a song in my adulthood when I lived over on Shelby with Wurtz. Yep. I wrote, "I'm not who I was." Yes. Was my first number one song. song, Yeah. That song was before I had a record deal. Before I had a publishing deal. I was just a starving artist at the time. Yep. I'm still a starving artist, <laughs> but uh, I wrote that song for my stepmom, whom I had not seen in a long time. Yeah, just an act of forgiveness. Okay, so it just becomes the de- my
0: setting the debtor free, like the yeah the Lord's Prayer says too.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. it was this amazing weight off my shoulders. Yep. yep. A couple of years later, it goes on my record. It it hits the radio. It's number one. People want to know who it's about. I'm not telling anybody because sure. she didn't know there was a song about her on the radio. So then, and you
0: never wrote it for it to be a number one. I didn't. Isn't that the way? That's
1: the beauty of it. Yeah. Let's just quit our professional jobs and <laughs> write again for no money. <laughs> Listen, and we'll write the good stuff. That is the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth. So anyway, we reconnect over Facebook through one of her kids. Did one you of,
0: decide to do that?
1: No, her one of her kids found me on okay. Facebook. Okay, because uh, we had lost touch. We we re reconnected. I'll say her name, Jennifer. She wouldn't mind if I say her name. Jennifer and I reconnected. We closed down Jay Alexander's one night, just catching up on 15 years. Wow. And I just told, the two of you. We, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, so it was great, amazing. Brandon. We were close. We were close siblings when we were young. I mean, okay. we're talking. I was four when my dad married her, and she was maybe 3. When you know. your dad married her mom? Yeah. Got it. Sorry, married her mom. Let's yeah. be clear on that. One. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was like, is Jennifer the so, mom or the daughter? Now I'm with you. The
1: Jennifer's the, the daughter, Get and it. you know, she may even listen to this and I love I hey, lo- Jen. she would be okay for yeah. her to listen to this. So anyway, I reconnected with her stepmom. I'm sorry, with her mom, my my old stepmom, and she knows that I'm not who I was it's about her yeah. and it was just this great like loose ends being tied together yeah. for my life. Yeah. Okay. Fast forward even okay. more. Because
0: um, that was what, five years ago, maybe?
1: That was six or seven years ago. Okay. Um, she came to see me play at the Ryman with Andrew Peterson. Yeah. For the first time. That's a good place to come and see. No kidding. You know? Uh, so, you know, that was awesome. She was sitting in the balcony. I oh, love it. I saw her a few years ago at my stepsister's wedding. And it was awesome, you know We just are, everything's good But I needed to forgive her, because we haven't talked about that I needed to forgive her just for the Just for stuff that happened between, honestly, she and my dad Sure And it just got ugly Yeah And I never got to see her again So then I see her at this wedding And then, nine weeks ago, my daughter is born Yes and my stepmom reaches out and says, "Hey, I want to send you. Uh, I want to send you a blanket because I, I make baby blankets now. Wow! It was like a receiving blanket. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Did you, are you impressed? Yeah, I know yeah. That's what some good dad talk. Yeah, i well done, is now. bud. Yeah. Nine weeks ago, I would have had no idea what a receiving <laughs> blanket is. So, like, she's like a week old, and we do like a professional photo shoot and. Um, the photographer wants to use that blanket. And I'm like, perfect. Oh, my gosh. So I sent her an email. I'm like, hey, I just want you to know it was huge that you made that blanket for yeah. my for my daughter. And um at the end of her email, she's she was very short, you know, she said, you know, God heals everything and time heals all wounds. Mm. And I was like, Okay, well, that's the next song that I'm gonna write yeah. after I'm not who I was. Yeah. So there's the story. I did it under in under, under ten minutes.
0: Well done. Have you yeah. written a song yet? No. No, because nine weeks you have a nine week old. You cannot ask yourself to write a song right now.
1: <laughs> no, yeah. You just have to I, keep
0: that thing alive and sleep a little bit when you can.
1: Yeah. You so can. so much so much pain from when I was a kid and then resolution. And then that resolution blooms yes. in this beautiful thing. Yes. That, you know, as I am learning how to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is, like, one of the huge lessons that I want to practice with my daughter, you know, and just tell her, like, I'm sorry if I did that wrong, or I'm sorry that I did that wrong. Yeah. Somebody told us, me and my wife recently, that if should never be a part of an apology. Mm. I'm sorry if is not, right, and I'm sorry.
0: Oh, okay. You know, I'm sorry that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to go there. We got to say that, say the true thing. I have a friend that— I mean, he just tells the truth and it doesn't always mm. feel good and it's not always fun, but, but I can rely on him to always tell the truth. Yeah. Right. And so if you're apologizing and saying, I'm sorry if that made you feel, or I'm sorry, you're like, that's, that's not, not an the apology. truth. Yeah. No. Okay. Talk about for a second, forgiving someone who's still alive, but you're not in relationship with, because it is one thing. One thing people talk about a lot is forgiving mm-hmm. people that you have to see. Yeah. And people talk about forgiving people who are dead. Yeah, but there is this other thing. Yeah, that you have to forgive someone who is alive that yeah. lives on the planet. I think about, uh, and this is very public. So, but like my pastor who left Crosspoint,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: There's a lot of people that have to resolve emotion, mm-hmm. and he is he is not gone. He's still an active part of the world, mm-hmm. right? Or I think about family stuff, or I think about friendships that haven't worked. T- talk a little bit about like. How you really forgive someone not knowing you're ever going to get the receiving blanket.
1: Oh, you just put the knife right. Not the knife, but the salt. (laughs) We'll go with salt. Okay. Right in my wound.
0: Just so everyone knows, I did not stab you.
1: I have for years. Well, I forgave a while ago, but in my heart, there's still some wounds. Yeah. Because I really like need to forgive. Yeah. But I also need reconciliation.
0: Do you? You think you do?
1: I do. Okay. And I wonder if it's a people pleaser in me. Yeah. That's not a part. That's not a six, is it? I don't think that's a no, six. Uh-uh. No, that's
0: not as much six. I don't think.
1: I don't know that I'm a people pleaser. I do need to. I do need to be reconciled with people, and wherever that fits on the enneagram, or wherever that right. fits in our you faith, just, or whatever. It's just true about you. Yeah, that's. It's the reason that I wrote. I'm not who I was. Yeah. It's the reason that I talk about forgiveness a lot from stage. Yeah. It, it's a platform for me because I know how good it feels to walk without that weight on your that's shoulders. It, that's
0: it. Right. And
1: it's like when you know how good that feels mm-hmm. and you start to feel the weight back, you're like, uh-uh. Right. I need to get rid of that. Yeah. So, yeah, there are people that one might encounter um, where there needs to be forgiveness. It cannot hinge on mutual forgiveness. Right. Right. It has That's to it. be yeah. sometimes. Or even just,
0: mutual understanding.
1: No. Yeah. You just need to do your part in that. And part of your part might be letting them know that there is forgiveness. But then you've also got the challenge of, hey, I forgive you. Oh, oh, you forgive me. Well, uh-huh, uh-huh. well you know, so yes. you have to be really careful with how you tell someone that you forgive them.
0: Yeah, cuz that's the rub, right? Is where is the line where we, with someone who is alive where we forgive them and where we reconcile.
1: Yes. Because
0: there is an ability to forgive and not communicate.
1: So and then I think what you what you do next is you own your part of it. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes your part might not even be very clear. Right. Because you're not communicating with the other person. Right. There's just no contact anymore. So you're just like, I'm not really sure what I did. But clearly you're hurt. And for that, I'm definitely sorry. Yep. Why you're hurt, I'm not super clear on that. And I may never be. But there's certain things that I can own. And, you know, I may never be resolved with that person. And I have to be okay with that.
0: Yeah. Do you think some of the reason that you feel such a high value for it. Uh, I I can't figure out what's the chicken or the egg here. Mm -hmm. Do you feel a super high value for it? And so you talk about on stage and so the Lord, the Lord rubs you about it all the time or because the Lord and you have a relationship where he gets to you about forgiveness all the time, it Mm -hmm. overflows onto stage.
1: I think that would be it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I feel a burden and it honestly happened when I met the Lord when I was 16. Young Life. You, young Life. Go there.
0: I want you to talk. I have not had yeah. enough Young Life people on here. I'm such a fan of Young Life. Yeah,
1: me too. If you're listening, you don't know what Young Life is. Young Life is an outreach to high school kids. It is nationwide. It's not necessarily in smaller towns because it usually is around colleges. Yes. So yeah. college kids tend to be Young Life leaders, but it's not limited to college kids. Right. You know, anybody can be a Young Life leader. But it's really about hanging out with high school kids and letting them know that they are loved no matter what and that that love stems from Jesus.
0: And that is literally how you met Jesus, is someone Mm -hmm. just loved you right where you were and were totally down with you and— friendly yeah. and then you went like what's the difference with you
1: yeah when I was in high school I was where'd you grow
0: up by the way sorry I don't remember.
1: I, I grew up in Nashville oh not. local yeah, you're I, a unicorn I am I went to Hillsboro High School oh my gosh in, in Green Hills yeah for sure and it is still this they're actually just now doing a little construction on it but it, it, it was built in the 50s and still looked like it was in the 50s when I went to high school yeah, there it still does um, but I I loved it. I loved my high school. Um, it was actually not cool to pick on people. So oh. bullies got bullied.
0: Oh, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Well done, Hillsborough.
1: It was really kind of a a really rare community of, of where to go to high school. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I can't explain it. I really still can't. I think we were all just so different. It was a melting pot. It was an ESL school. It was also a school uh, for deaf people. Um, so, you know, we had a very a wide uh, array of people. Oh, wow. And jocks were popular, but so were academics, but so were That's
0: so people cool. in
1: the arts. Like yeah. I was in, um, okay, you wanna know this? I was in yeah. a band called the Sophisticats.
0: Oh. <laughs> I'm doing jazz
1: hands right now in the studio. <laughs> We were a um, a show choir.
0: Oh, I love that so much. I was yeah. in show choir. Oh, I, I was not in show choir. I was in chorus and okay. did not. And the year I could have been in show choir, I switched schools, but I was in chorus. So that was my, yeah. that was my world.
1: Um, a lot of my work ethic actually comes from my director really? in high school. Yeah. Miss Frost. There's a really cool story behind her. We can get back to that. We're talking about Young Life right now. Let's get back to Miss Frost. <laughs> okay, so I'll write it um, on my.
0: That's why I brought paper.
1: There you go, Miss Frost. Young Life. They were in our front hall, the front halls of our high school, and you know, going to a public school, it's pretty amazing that there was a quote unquote a religious organization that was allowed into our public school. Yeah, <sighs> I'm sorry, Young Life. I just called you religious, but the world thinks that we're religious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of my least favorite words ever because sure. I don't feel like I am a part of a religion. But that's actually one of the first things that they tell you in Young Life is that faith in Jesus is not a, a religion, but a relationship. Yeah, And I would find that later to be very true. Yeah, And uh, Young Life, um, I was looking to be accepted like any other high school kid is. Sure. Like any but, other human. Yeah, <laughs> but I I had groups that I ran with so I was, it's not like I was, you know, hurting for a friend, but I was hurting for love, like mm-hmm. real love yeah. that I only found through Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I found Jesus through Young Life. Got it. So I'm always, you know, I always want to be clear. I didn't give my life to Young Life. I gave my <laughs> life right. to Jesus. That's right. You know what I'm saying? But Young Life um, is... You know, it can be a family if you want it to be your family, and it was for me. Yeah. I went to a camp called Malibu, which is in yeah. Canada, 100 miles north of Vancouver, so on the West Coast.
0: At where Bob's Place is, yeah. Bob yeah, Bob. where Bob
1: yeah. Goff's Place is. Yeah. Uh,
0: have you been to the lodge? No, I haven't been yet.
1: Okay, you got to go.
0: I want to. I'm Bob. sure you've been invited. Yeah. Okay. I just couldn't go.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. hard. It's It's a commitment to make it up there. Yeah. Because it literally is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah.
0: Bob does such a good job of making, I mean, I remember you and him being in a relationship before a lot of people knew who Bob yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember you telling me who he was before people knew who he was. But he has done such a nice job of making everyone feel like he knows them.
1: Yeah, he does. He like such a good. He, he follows up, too. Like, he'll check yeah. in on you on your birthday. Yeah. I would That's love incredible. to see his calendar. Oh. I'd love to see how he crams, like, I know. so much in. It's
0: insane. Okay, so you went up to Malibu.
1: I went to Malibu when I was 16 and heard the gospel for the first time and gave my life to Jesus and came back, told my family, hey, I'm a Christian. I, I became a Christian. And I remember my mom saying, but you're already a Christian. Hmm. And my response was, oh, not, not tr- wanting to sound self-righteous or pious. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. she was less of a quote unquote Christian than I was. Sure but i said but we don't go to church we've never been to church you know like interesting we don't read the bible yeah and i think it made her think too she has come to know jesus since oh, since wow. then like yeah. years after that my mom came to know jesus and i'm so thankful and my dad came to know jesus my i prayed with my dad to accept jesus oh yeah that's awesome yeah so there was a lot of, of uh, hurt in my family when I was in high school. And, you know, my dad, we just talked about eighth grade going yeah. through his second yeah. divorce. There was some forgiveness that I needed to give to my dad. And that was my first real putting this, if I'm going to follow Jesus— I have to put forgiveness into action, my dad was the first recipient of that forgiveness.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great sentence. If I'm going to follow Jesus, I have to put forgiveness into action. Yeah. I mean, that's just true. That's just baseline of what it looks like to follow Jesus. just one of the things that is true.
1: If you are going to model your life Mm -hmm. after um, the Savior who— Ultimate, his ultimate expression of love was forgiveness. If you're going to model your life after him, you have to forgive those that may or may not deserve it. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's where the pattern of forgiveness started for me. My dad accepted my forgiveness, but he never forgave himself. Mm. And I, I talk in past tense because my dad passed away in September.
0: I did not know that. Brandon. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He passed away on Labor Day of of last year.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry.
1: Well, that's okay. It's not like something I broadcast to everyone.
0: Yeah, I had no idea.
1: Well, my dad and I were in a great a great place, and I actually, before he died, I had to ask him for forgiveness for myself. Yeah, because I had done something to kind of hurt sick? him. He was very ill. Okay, and has been for about four years. Okay, and was not leaving the house. Actually, it's probably been eight months since he'd even left his house. Okay, other than to go to the hospital. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry. He was sick, but, you know, I had to ask him for forgiveness for something. And he forgave me. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Like just the way that he forgave me. And then he died 2 months after that. So, we're good, yeah. you know? Yeah. You just never know. And we g- y'all
0: were already pregnant then, huh? So he knew you were having we a We were. Kid.
1: Yeah. Actually, I asked his forgiveness on the same day that I told him we were pregnant.
0: Oh, wow. Man, new life stuff, huh?
1: Yeah. 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 Cause I just wanted him to be happy, you know? And and I and I needed to own something and I did and it was awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: I did not know. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I mean, obviously when a parent passes away, everything shifts to some degree. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And how do you see your life having shifted? I mean, what an insane six months that yeah your dad passes away, and you have your first kid
1: within within two months yeah, yeah
0: so crazy. what shift have you seen in you as a as a brandon
1: Well first of all, I was in the room with dad when he when he died, and there's about fifty percent of me that wishes I wasn't, mm-hmm. and there's fifty percent of me that is glad that I was yeah, it was all for him sure. it was not for me, right because if it were for me, I would not want to remember someone passing.
0: Was your wife with you too?
1: No, my wife was not with me. I actually asked her not to come. Yeah. You know, she was eight months pregnant or seven months pregnant at the time. It just was not the right place for her, but my stepmom was there and my step siblings were there. My aunt was there. It was the five of us in the room and there was a beauty about it, but you know, just to like talk him into heaven. You know, mm-hmm. like just say it's okay, Dad. That's exactly. I mean, I was just saying, it's okay. I love you. You know, you love me. Yeah. You can go. Yeah. Just, just keep walking. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, I, I imagine the tunnel and the light and sure. the whole thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And his breaths were very short, and you, you just knew it was the last moments. It was emotional, um, but. Something died in me that day. That's the first time I've ever said that. I think maybe a little bit of my innocence died that day. I think the child in me died a little bit more that day. And I'm trying to preserve the child. Yes. God wants me to be the child. But when you witness death, it just—a little bit of you goes.
0: And the death of your protector. To, some, yeah, mean, on good days and bad days, but yeah. still the one who was always, yeah, the one that took care of you, yeah.
1: yeah. So that was hard. Um, but being in the room when okay. my daughter was born,
0: right? I mean, in two months, how insane!
1: That was beautiful, yeah. And you know what's crazy? My wife had this dream that my daughter looked like my dad we have this we have this baby photo of my dad where he has curly hair and um, my wife had this dream that we were in the car and she looked back and in the car seat was a little girl that looked like my dad you know had like my dad not adult dad (laughs) baby dad (laughs) dreams can be that weird right
0: right that's possible but
1: but she totally looks like my dad does she really not in what y'all name her Are you saying it? Her name is Palmer. Oh, yeah. Palmer. Yeah, Palmer. She's born now. I can say her name. Yeah. But not in like a weird, like, dad was reborn in my daughter way. No way. But she looks just like me and I look just like my dad. Yeah. So there is something pretty amazing about it that my dad lives on, at least his image. Yes. And his blood. Yes. In my daughter. And so it was kind of like something was reborn in me that yes. day as well. Wow. You know?
0: Yeah. Write that song. <sighs> Please.
1: We <laughs> I need should. it. I should. We need
0: that song.
1: <laughs> I should. That would be a good song. I do. I love writing story songs. You and write that beautiful would be a, story songs. That would be a great story song. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, tell me what you know about God that you didn't know in August.
1: I know more now how much God loves me.
0: Really, how in both could,
1: stories. How could you not? Yeah, you know what I mean. That when I lost my dad, my heavenly father would step in, mm-hmm. and that some of my some of my father figures on Earth, Bob Goff included, yeah, would step in. Yeah, you know, and also with Palmer being born, that the way that I love her. And I've heard this before, and it sounded beautiful, but I know <laughs> it to be true now. Yes. The way that God must delight in me is the way that I delight in Palmer. Yeah. When she wakes me up at 3.30 in the morning. Right. And I have put her down, and I can't go back to sleep, I am so glad she woke me up. Really? Because she is her. She yeah. is... She's the most wonderful thing to ever happen. Yeah. So I feel like I know how God loves me now a little bit more, Yeah. a little bit more.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, we talked about Corey Asbury. That's one of the things he says about his album and about his, is like fatherhood taught him how to be a son. And he didn't know how to do that until then. And I don't have kids, but I love Dave Barnes' kids. Right. And so when, when they yell my name, when I walk in the door, you know, like I can, I get a a very small taste I don't yeah. have the ta- I don't know what it's like To be a parent But I get a very small taste With some of my friends' kids mm-hmm. And how How they respond to me And what And how I feel about them Yeah How I think Even not even being my kids The way I think about them I yeah. get like Man All these judgments I think God has about me Are a joke Yeah Because when I look at Ben Or Zanna Or Sam I don't yeah. have any of those Feelings going yeah. downward I think yeah. they're coming downward But I don't have them going downward
1: yeah, it's it's funny. CB and I for a long time. That's your wife's name. My so wife's people. my wife's name is CB. Yes. <laughs> so it's like it's like Phoebe but with an S. <laughs>
0: yeah, well done.
1: Yeah, that's how I explain it to people. Yeah. Um, CB and I are kind of late bloomers when it comes to having kids. I'm i I'm about to turn forty. Mm-hmm. CB's I'm I'm not allowed to say her age. She's in her late <laughs> but 30s. But you married an
0: appropriately aged woman. Yes. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. She's definitely appropriate. <laughs> just so
0: just so people don't she's imagine. She's in
1: her she's in her thirties. Yes. So we'll we'll put it that way. Yes. Anyway.
0: And y'all been married for how long, Brandon?
1: Five. We are we're about to celebrate our fourth anniversary. Okay. okay. Yeah. In May. But it was hard. You know, everybody talked about kids and you know, we, we tried for a while and without any, any luck. And then when God felt it was time, it was time. Yeah. we got pregnant, it was the best day ever. Yeah. Um, but it was hard to see other, other people with kids and feel like we were missing out on something. Mm-hmm. And now that I have a kid, I know that I actually wasn't missing out on anything. It just wasn't my time. Yeah. Mm, and it
0: preach that. Or there. it
1: couldn't have been, it may not have been my story. Yeah. I had everything that God intended me, for me to have. And those 3 years that CB and I had just to have the freedom to travel and fall more in love with each other. Mm-hmm. It prepared us for this phase in our life. Yeah. So
0: I mean time is such an important part of your story. Yeah. You know, just the idea that, mm-hmm. and mine too. But I, I think you're you're putting it so beautifully. This like, what if we just trusted God by mm-hmm. trusting time?
1: Yeah. I'm already seeing the title of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm already seeing it. You're, you're, you're working the theme.
0: Listen, I'm not working the theme. The theme is just happening. No, no, no. The theme is just happening. I'm not working anything. I'm just... No,
1: you're right. You're absolutely right. It's just incredible. Because I mean, you
0: know my story and you know my life. That's what I want too. Yeah. And I just have to believe.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I hear you and... um, I just am, I'm thinking about some of my story that's happening right now and going like, only God's timing would have done this. Mm-hmm. Only if God, all the ways and all the moments I thought He was going to do for me yeah. something and He didn't do it professionally, yeah. personally, whatever. And then you go like, oh, of course He had to do it now. Right. Now I see. Now I see. Now I see. Even if I don't ever get what I want, this isn't like this isn't some big announcement. I, I'm just saying like in my story, I'm starting yeah. to see these places where sorry. This is because you're my real friend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just starting to be grateful for his timing versus Mm -hmm. frustrated by it.
1: And you know what? Also being a good friend is not, when when your friend is hurting and they're going through something really hard, um, it is the wrong time to say, there's other fish in the sea.
0: Yeah, right. It is the wrong time. (laughs) you can always adopt, right? Yeah,
1: no. (laughs) How many times did
0: y'all hear that so much? Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. Yeah. And of course, we've we've talked about adoption and we think adoption is wonderful. Um, But there were dark times in my life where Mm -hmm. I just was like, well, okay. There goes all the stability in my life. Yeah. There goes the plans that I made. Right. And... I needed to sit in that. Mm-hmm. I didn't need someone to tell me, um, well, eventually, you know, you're going to look back on this and you're right. going to laugh. Or
0: <laughs> Right. Oh. You know,
1: I just, I just don't say that to anybody anymore. Yeah. I'm just like, Al Andrews, oh, I oh, will I love. sit in it with you. Yeah. And I am okay to just... I don't need to say anything. Yeah. I'll cry with you. I'll just... I've been there before. Yeah. I know how you feel. You know, cling to your friends. Mm-hmm. Cling to God who I'm, who may or may not feel right now, but has always been faithful to you. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And gosh, I just... God has always been faithful i can't I can't think of a time when he hasn't been faithful right? to me
0: that's the truth yeah it's the truth
1: so yeah
0: because he is I mean that's the I was saying to a friend this morning I said, what if I just trusted God like we were talking about another we weren't talking relationally we were talking about a professional thing, but I said, what if I just trusted God? Mm-hmm. How would my life be different if I instead of saying that I trusted God, I actually just trusted him mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So for, for all the things for timing and for working everything out, what, what if I just trusted him? And she was like, that's the question. Mm. How different would our lives be if we actually, if it wasn't just lip service Mm -hmm. and we actually lived in a way that looked like we trusted him, you know, maybe you do, you do better than me. I'm, I'm weak at that. I don't
1: know about that. I'm just trying to, I mean, the application in my life is my wife. Yeah. You know, we live in close proximity
0: <laughs> I've heard that happens when you get married.
1: Very, very close proximity. <laughs> sometimes you're totally cool with it. Sometimes you're not cool with it. Right. You know, it's like you live in the smallest house ever. Yeah. You know, when you're fighting. Yeah. But we sit with each other in those hard times. Mm-hmm. Her family is just as crazy as my family. That's sure. honestly one of the reasons w- what connected us when yeah. we were when we were dating. I think when you find people. To do life with that have hurt like you hurt. Mm. It's like I'm not afraid to go through anything with you. You know what I mean?
0: That's brilliant. I'm
1: not, and we are going to go through those things. Yes, and not be in denial like our our marriage has got to be perfect, and so we can't. So there's there's a lot that you learn.
0: Um, have you been to on site? Did you do on site? No,
1: I want to do on site.
0: I mean, do you? It's really hard. <laughs> I did it in January.
1: Really? Yeah. You just did? I'm it.
0: fresh out. Yeah, yeah. Oh
1: my gosh. Mike Foster.
0: I did a podcast with Mike Foster called Fun Therapy, and we finished recording and we talked a ton about singleness and a ton about my history. And mm-hmm. we finished recording and he was like, I think you should go to on site.
1: <laughs> I know. And I did. So I so, heard, so much I've of your language
0: it. is is really healthy language that I that made me assume you'd been to on site because well,
1: I've had great counseling. I've yeah. had I've had therapists, and I've had. Do you
0: see Al? Is he your guy? I
1: see Al. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've also had like professional, like um, doctor therapists. Yeah. You know, and one of the things, if if you don't know Al Andrews, if you're listening, he founded this place called Porter's Call, and they meet with uh, recording artists, and they are limited to recording artists because they yep. are actually funded by record labels, yeah, and so they have to make time for their recording artists. Mm.
0: Um, Yeah, I tried to see him when I was on the road, but he sent me to my therapist, who is amazing. And
1: that's what they do. Yeah, they sent me to the right one. They will meet with you, but also if you need, if you have like chemical stuff going on, if you are in a deep depression, um, if you are uh, an alcoholic, Mm -hmm. if you are, you know, whatever addiction, you name it. They have resources to point you to the right place. Yeah, that's and right. And so, and they have done that for me. Yeah. Uh, when I, you know, because Al is a is a counselor and a, and now uh, another father figure for me. Yeah. He's so many people's father figure. Yeah. But he pointed me to someone that specialized in what I needed. Yeah. And, and I that's
0: giving you healthy language because you sound. I mean, you're I you are s- you are super I, healthy.
1: I stand on stage every night. And not every night, but most nights, I say, "Look, counseling could be the best thing that ever happened to you or right. your family, because there's so many marriages that are ending because they're just not willing to go and have someone help mediate yes. what's going on." Yes. You know, so, I say to
0: people a lot, like, "You're totally fine paying for a, a trainer at the gym because mm-hmm. you want your body to be healthy. You're totally fine listening to your pastor." Yeah. Why don't you care about your emotional, mental health? Why why is there a stigma around going to a counselor, but there's not about listening to a pastor? And there's not about getting trained at the gym. Yeah. Right? Like, br- get as thankfully, many resources as you can.
1: Thankfully, I think the stigma is going away. I do too. The fear I can understand. Yeah. Because when you go, someone is going to split it, it, you open. <laughs>
0: that's it. That's exactly it, Brandon.
1: That doesn't, that's not fun therapy right there. No. That is like, you know... The, the business,
0: yeah, it's the real business. It is,
1: and and honestly, I was afraid to go in. I don't like to cry. You know, my wife actually is like I cry more on stage than it I do life. in real life. Wow! And God, that's a whole other right. webisode. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm pretty I, I'm pretty healthy, and yeah. I'm, okay, I'm I'm okay saying that. But I'm also there are areas in my life that still need the light shined on. Mm. And the only reason that it hasn't is because I'm afraid to go there. Yeah. So I get it. You know, I've done the work and yeah. there is a lot of work still to do.
0: Right. We are forever going to be healing. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. If you're willing, yeah. and you are. I mean, shining the light. And I think the beautiful thing the Lord does for me in counseling too, is he only, he only shines the light where he knows I'm ready Even if it feels Mm -hmm. like it pushes me, Mm -hmm. I go like, oh, this sentence would only come up if God knew Mm. if it was time to deal with this and to walk toward this, which makes me really grateful. I read
1: something a few days ago, and you may know this dude. I just follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Because I think he writes cool things. Just good thoughts. I, I follow... A lot of the people, if you ever look at who I follow on Instagram, it's... <laughs>
0: I'm going to now. <laughs> motivational,
1: you know. No, it's people who just say, who have something to say, not only with their photos, but also with their captions. Yeah. Because it actually helps me find things to write about as a songwriter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, like, my resource. This I think this guy's name, Jedediah Jenkins. Okay. Oh, cool. I started following him, like, a couple months ago, and... um. He says, can I just read this? Yeah, do it. My friend's newborn was crying yesterday. She picked up her baby. What's wrong, love? Are you angry? In quotations. Nope. She wasn't hungry. Maybe your diaper's ready for a change. Oh, there it is. She changed the diaper, and just like that, the baby stopped crying. She said, my doula helped me reframe it all. She said, your baby isn't crying She's talking. She she just doesn't know any words yet. Mm. So she's doing the best she can to communicate, which makes sense. I, I totally get that, and I feel like I've heard that before. So then he dissects it a little bit. And he says, yeah. she's not crying. She's talking. My thoughts went to adults dealing with depression, with anxiety, with the disquieted spirit of, what is wrong with me? We don't always have language for things. We don't even know what's wrong. But we feel strange We take pills and drink We wake up in the night We don't have words yet mm. We may never have So we cry oh, And God. wish mom could come in the room And flip on the light Oh! So Jedediah Jenkins You're a stud Yeah
0: well done Jedediah we'll...
1: The, um, So uh. I was like whoa You know
0: And don't you feel reason... like that's what therapy's done for you Yeah, In a lot of ways is giving you words
1: so crying is a goal for me. That okay. that actually might be like my goal for this year.
0: Yeah, do you remember when you stopped crying?
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to cry talking about when I stopped crying. I mean, it was probably when my mom and dad divorced for the first time. Really? Yeah.
0: That's when you stopped crying.
1: Yeah. So there've been multiple divorces in in my family and and my dad Knows that I talk about that. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I just, I stopped crying because there was just so much to cry about.
0: Oh, listen.
1: You know? I believe you. And I think what I did was I just learned some coping mechanisms that were unhealthy Mm -hmm. and I didn't mourn. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't feel the loss of that, and yeah. so I moved on. But you were
0: also like four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I Man, that's a little. That's early. It's to, a little
0: small to to give yourself a lot of <laughs> a lot of hard times about that.
1: But being in counseling, minding. you know, I've I've cried a lot with with my counselors. Yeah. But you know, with my own wife, whom I know the most intimately, mm-hmm. she doesn't worry about me. But it does take a lot for me to cry. And she's actually the same way. She doesn't cry very often wow, either.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: it's a goal. Now, now we are f- we're feelers. Yeah, I'm not saying that we don't have emotion. I could not be a songwriter if I didn't have emotion. Right, right. But crying is just something we don't like doing in front of each other. That's so interesting. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Yes. Yeah, I hope in our marriage that that is an area that we grow in. Yeah. And I, I believe that she feels the same.
0: Yeah. It also makes me wonder what's the deeper thing about crying. What's the deeper connection? It's not just tears coming out of your eyes.
1: hmm Right? Like what it's being broken in front of each other.
0: Okay. There it is. It's just being yeah.
1: shredded. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Where all composure is. do just... don't
0: like that anyway, bud. You don't like people no, to see that anyway. No. What is her number? What's C B?
1: She's a three. Okay. Yeah. She's a three. Okay. So wait, a three's a helper, right? No, two's a helper. She's a two. Yeah. Sorry, babe.
0: I was a little surprised because I was like, my experience of her has never been a three experience. No, she's but she's a such a two. She's so sweet and yeah. always helpful. Yeah. yeah. She's,
1: she's a helper. Um, What's a three?
0: A three is an achiever.
1: Well, then she might have a three wing. She might wing that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah, she's successful.
1: She is. Yeah. She's driven. Yeah. I bet that's yeah. true. It, it can be hard sometimes. Um, <laughs>
0: can not we? Yeah. Listen, I have some threes in my life. That, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She knows these things.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're not revealing things about C D no. on the podcast. She's gonna Everything. listen. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, babe. Mean it. Um hey, let's can we talk about your new album for just a minute? Yes. Because I don't want people to miss out on that the depth of this thank man you. makes music that changes us. Yeah. And so it just came out.
1: Yeah, well, it came out in October of, of seventeen. But
0: oh, did it? It did. But
1: but it feels like it just came out because things are kind of delayed.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had a few things.
1: There's there's a lot of you know noise in the atmosphere, and sometimes you don't hear about albums until later on, or like a big single comes out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith, hope, love, repeat. Yeah. Albums
1: called. Mm -hmm.
0: What is your favorite thing about this one?
1: My favorite album that I've ever made has always been Blue Mountain. Uh huh. Um, But this one. I love Blue Mountain by the way. Thank you. I love Blue Mountain. It will always have a special place, but this one was the most hard fought, most frustrating at times, mm-hmm. but most rewarding record really? I've ever made. Yeah. You had to wrestle it down. I did. And it was honestly wrestling with the label. Yeah. There were changes at my label at the time. My yeah. AR situation changed. Yeah. Um and Honestly, like uh disagreements in um creative direction. Sure. Which you hear about so often. But I fought for the things that I needed to fight for and I and I let some things die that I needed to let die. Sure. And, and you know, you do that when you're editing a book. For sure. You yeah, know, it's yeah. like, well
0: really beautiful pieces. I die. said
1: some amazing things <laughs> in this chapter. That's right. And I, I was really pretty with my words, but it's not time to show off. It's time to like what is going to serve the book and the message mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when is it rambling? Yeah. And yep. what could I take and write another book? Yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I have a song that did not make the record that I still think is a freaking smash. Yeah but I may have to just do it when I'm an indie artist. That's right. It doesn't disappear. It <laughs> yeah, still exists. It's, it's like, you know, and who knows when I'll be an indie artist. I will be an indie artist eventually. Some point. I don't I don't see a an end in my career anytime soon. Well, my career, that sounds like it was decided for me. Mm. I won't stop making music for a long time because yeah. I still love it. I still enjoy traveling, although having a baby has been hard. Yeah. Faith, Hope, Love, Repeat... The, the title of the, of the record is actually written for Palmer. Oh, wow. And I wrote it for her about two months after I found out that, that we were going to have a baby. Yeah. I didn't know that it was a girl. I wrote it with a, a guy named David Leonard, who's a great uh, songwriter. He's in a band um, called All Sons and Daughters. Yeah. So David has a, a daughter and actually one on the way. Oh, wow. Um, and he didn't, at the time, know that they were going to be having a baby. So we wrote this song for our daughters wow. and, um, the world that they're born into, I mean, you think about the latest headline and you're like, how could I bring a kid into this yeah, world? Yeah. But we did. She's here.
0: Yeah. Palmer's here. You did it.
1: It's on. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> That's right. And what am I going to teach her? I want to point out the good things in the world, mm-hmm. um, My favorite show on television is Sunday Morning on CBS. Yes. I love that show. I love
0: that show, too.
1: It's just good news. Yeah. It's it's the good things that are happening in the world. And and, it's
0: really well-told stories. And
1: they never run out of stories, by the way. Yeah. There's the occasional rerun, but very rare. rare. Yeah. Yeah. There's amazing things happening out there. Yeah. And we just need to know about that and celebrate it. Yeah. Because It doesn't make the headlines, mm-hmm. so I want to know there's there's so much good in the world, yeah. She's one of the good, yeah, things in the world. And faith, hope, and love are those three things that I just keep coming back to to keep um, my life together, yeah. You know, yeah. and she will never need or want for love as long as I'm her dad, yeah. You know, as yeah. long as. As long as I'm alive, she will never need or want for love. She will always know that she's loved.
0: And you will do the work now so that when you aren't alive, she will still have that.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. So yeah. your
0: existence does not determine her her yeah. understanding of your love.
1: She will never know that she's not loved. That's right. So She
0: will be one of the people on this planet that never knows she's not loved. That's amazing, Brandon.
1: She will walk with her head high. And how much higher would her head or my head walk knowing that God loves me. Right? You know? Right. So it all comes back to that. Is yeah. is just faith, hope and love. Yeah. And so that's the name of the song. It is my current single at radio right now. Yeah. You know, it may or may not do well. Um but well, you've done
0: well by doing the work. The number it reaches on the chart, whatever.
1: I just love that there will always be a song that belongs to her. Yeah. You know? That's right. And I'm gonna write her more songs. Yeah. For sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Before you go, you gotta tell me the Miss Frost story. Okay.
1: Miss Frost. Miss Frost is in her mid 80s now, but when I was in high school, she would have been in her late or mid 60s, I guess, late 50s. So she was my choir director. She made me audition for this thing that I did not wanna audition for uh-huh. called Grammy in the Schools. Okay. School districts uh, around the country were pulling music from their curriculum. So, uh, the, the Re- National Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, also known as the Grammys, yes. they started this contest. She made me enter that as a freshman.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I won. <laughs> In Nashville, I won, <laughs> which means that I went to New York Yeah, to the Grammys. With 16 other kids from around the country, I met all of my—not all, but most of my idols. I met yeah. Garth, Sting. Oh my gosh! Uh, Trisha, Bruce Springsteen—all on that trip. Oh my gosh! And that is what made me believe that I could do music. So thanks to the Recording Academy and their <laughs> Grammy in the Schools <laughs> program, right. and my teacher. So years later. I'm up for three Grammys. I was
0: going to say, don't you have a Grammy?
1: I don't have a Grammy, you, but you've been nominated. It's just an honor to be nominated.
0: It is. It certainly is. I'll never be. It's just so an honor. you win. Only one person in this booth is ever going to be nominated for a so,
1: Grammy. Oh, I don't know. You could be. You could be nominated. You never know. i will see. If I could be, you could be. Anyway, <laughs> to end my story, <laughs> I was nominated for three Grammys. I didn't have a date. I took Miss Frost to the Grammys no, as my date. Did you? I did. She was 81 oh my gosh. at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I took her as my date and that's what an impact a teacher can make on a kid. Yeah. And it was amazing for me to take her and she talked to Steven Tyler, um, (laughs) for like 30 minutes. Oh oh my God. He was loving her. Oh, I'm sure. We were at like this after party. Yeah. And it was so fun for me to watch her just enjoy the night. I wish I would have won only for her. Sure. Sure, I don't sure, need sure. I don't need an award Right, right, right But for Miss Frost cool. Yeah We did get our picture Taken together At the uh, At the Grammys Yeah Maybe I'll send it to you And you can put oh, it on the website Oh yeah, let's show it Let's show okay. it That'd be awesome So
0: um, Brandon, thanks for being on the show Thank you for having me uh, What a treat I'm really honored to be your friend
1: Well um, I'm, I'm I mean excited it. to see what God does With both of our stories <laughs>
0: I mean, y'all, how surprising and heartbreaking and interesting. I'm so grateful for Brandon just telling the truth and just saying the true thing to us. It was really beautiful. I hope you will take time to thank him and wish him well on Instagram, Twitter, all the places. And make sure you grab his new album, Faith, Hope, Love, Repeat. I think you're really going to enjoy it and find it really beautiful and meaningful in this season of your life. It, it never surprises me. Listen, listen, it never surprises me how people are on this show exactly when we need to hear from them. Me too. Me too. I feel the same way that that right when there are things that Brandon said today that you need to hear today, I, I just believe it. And same for me, is that there were things I needed to hear today talking to him. So I hope that you are really as touched by that interview as I was in that conversation. I'm grateful For Brandon Hey if you need to find me I'm embarrassingly easy to find As always Annie F Downs I'm going to say F today stands for friend Because I'm proud to be friends With Brandon Heath Downs.com, Anywhere and everywhere Instagram, Twitter, Facebook If you need to find me That is how you can find me Hey if you get a chance also With Easter right around the corner If you're looking to throw Something extra in an Easter basket Grab Faith, Hope, Love, Repeat And a copy of 100 Days to Brave I think it is a really beautiful gift For Easter that will set people Into a real spring and summer of um, pursuing courage. That would just be awesome. If you get a chance, I can leave a review and rate the show. It would be real sweet if you would just drop five stars and a couple of words, let people know that this show matters to you and that it's a fun place to be. And if you know someone who has lost a loved one lately or who is working on forgiveness or um, who would really connect with Brandon's music, I would love if you would share this episode with them. If you need anything else, you know how to find me. Go out there and do something that sounds really fun to you today. And I will see you next week.